Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Shepreneur with BC Uwo on Africa Business Radio. It's a beautiful day to be alive and I am excited to be driving this conversation of celebrating and honoring African women doing amazing in their careers and business. We get to talk about their lives, their work, their challenges and probably borrow a leaf from their experiences to help us do better. So welcome to the show. On the trivia today, we put out a question on social media and got answers right back to help you learn important facts and history relating to women. And the question for today is, who was the first African female vice chancellor and what country? The answer is Grace Alele Williams, who was the first Nigerian female vice chancellor at the University of Benin and also the first Nigerian woman to receive a doctorate degree and a professor of mathematics education. Her teaching career started at Queen's School, Ede Oshun State, where she was the mathematics teacher from 1954 until 1957. She left for the University of Vermont to become a graduate assistant and later assistant professor. Between 1963 and 65, Alele Williams was a postdoctoral research fellow Department and Institute of Education, University of Ibadan, from where she was appointed a professor of mathematics at the University of Lagos in 1976. She has held and served in various capacities and by serving in various committees and boards. Alele Williams has made useful contributions in the development of education in Nigeria and across the world. Some of us still believe that education is the key to innovations and development and we applaud the likes of Alele Williams for leading the way. I'll take a break now. When I come back, we go straight into the next segment. Stay with us. Welcome back to She Motivates. The past few years have seen a rise in the number of women-owned business in IT, oil, mining, or the aviation sector. Female entrepreneurs are breaking gender stereotypes, showing that what a man can do, a woman can do also even better. And so today, we celebrate one of such women and the person of Njeri Ryonge from Kenya. The Kenyan business magnet started her first business at the age of 19, selling yogurt at schools in the capital, Nairobi. She went on to sell clothes and run a few other small businesses. Today, 
Njeri Ryonge is one of the women pioneer investors in the IT sector in Africa. Having confounded Wananchi Online, East Africa's first mass market internet service provider, which has grown to become the region's leading internet company. Over the years, the serial entrepreneur has established a host of other thriving businesses, including Ignite Consulting, a flourishing business consulting, Business Lounge, one of Kenya's largest startup incubators, and a booming digital marketing agency. When Njeri is not busy expanding her business empire, she's impacting knowledge and skills to young entrepreneurs in her country and helping them grow in their own businesses. If you're not inspired by this Kenyan businesswoman, I wonder who would inspire you. I'm going to take a break now. When I come back, we'll go straight into the Shiro segment. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Shira segment of Shipreneur with BC Uber and Africa Business Radio. You know that on every show, we bring Shira's for inspiring conversations. And today, we have a beauty, fashion, and lifestyle blogger, a content creator, an award-winning social media influencer, YouTuber, makeup artist, fashion consultant, and realtor. Welcome with me, Joyce Agu. Welcome, darling. Thank you. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing You look good. amazing, by the way. Thank you. So what's much. what's the inspiration behind this outfit? I was like, we're coming for Shipreneur. We're going to be suited up. <laughs> <laughs> to show how serious the conversation is going to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you, what inspired you into the fashion industry? My love for fashion, actually, because I started as a model okay. when I was in uni. So I just thought that I don't just need to be advertising for other brands. I can be a brand myself. So mm. um, I love clothes. I love to look good. I love to define my own taste and, you know, my own style. So why stay in the dark when you can go out there pair this and pair that and wear your amazing shoes, mm-hmm. hats, hair. And make a living off of it. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yes. That's awesome. But um, do you sew or you just create your designs? Um, no, I don't sew because I've always wanted to learn, but I don't get around to do that. Mm. But what I do is I like to tell whoever is going to make my item, my clothes or my fashion pieces, I just tell them what I want, probably even draw sometimes. Oh, so you can draw. Yes, yes. So I either draw it or just give them mood boards mm-hmm. so that they know what I'm, what I'm, what I want here. And then probably just piece it together myself if I don't give them the design. For instance, if it's already done mm-hmm. and I just want to buy this piece, so I buy from here, from here, from here, and I piece it together yeah. and put it together. So, but I don't sew. Oh. But I, I intend to learn how to, so that I can instruct people because I know I won't be able to sit down and... That reminded me because I was also interested in the fashion business. I'm actually in the fashion business. And I said, okay, why don't I start by sewing? Mm. And I started sewing. And in two months, I was fed up because I realized it needed a lot of patience. And uh, I always ran into problems of having to losing it when I make a mistake. My madam was always complaining that you must sit down and losing it and start all over again. It wasn't just for me. Mm. Yeah. But did you ever have the fear that uh, because the fashion industry is saturated you may not be able to make your mark yes 
I got scared at some point and even mm. at some point tried to mimic a lot of people on the way. But then I realized that once you're true to yourself, mm. people would actually see you and you would get your own gang. Mm. So people that love what you're doing, people that would see you and be wowed by what you do would mm. still stick to you. And everything is saturated, to be honest, because I don't think anybody was ever the pioneer of anything. Yeah. I feel that people just build on what is already existing mm. and mm. they might be pioneer in some sort of way, but nobody ever really starts anything alone mm. or started it first because you never really know the history. You never really know the beginning of anything so it's very normal to have industries saturated because all industries to me are saturated because more than one two three is a crowd so, yeah true so regardless and we have over 200 million people of yes, course everybody so will be repeating things. that is it yeah so true yeah let me for the benefit of those people who are listening and watching what's a fashion blog what's the job of a fashion blog what exactly do you do okay so a fashion blog is supposed to help the normal person who doesn't have that, you know, creative mindset to see something and be inspired by it. Mm. Now, as a fashion blogger, you're like an artist. So you have to paint the picture of the mix and match of items, you know, you know, beauty is also part of fashion as well. Mm. The mix and match of, you know, makeup, shoes, bags, colors to tell these people that see this you is can, possible. You, this. you compare this. Mm. It's possible mm. because if you don't think about the pairing and you're like, this can't work with this, mm. you will never go to the market or go to the supermarket and say, I want this and I want this. Mm. But you can see it in a magazine. You can see it on Instagram. You can see it somewhere and I'm like, okay, this is this. I've just gone through pages on Instagram. I'm like, you know what? This, this, this is what I'm going to wear. The other. <laughs> and I go and find it wow. or I make it because fashion blogs do that they give you the avenue to see something that you haven't really seen before mm. sometimes you might have seen it before but make it appealing for you mm. to feel like this i can try works. this yes you can try this that's what a fashion blog does mm. now it's not just to post and post and post and just trends but it's to help the normal person who has their own job to you know give us something else in the society you give them you help them out with the other thing yeah i, yeah. I think you actually offer a lot of help because i'm someone who doesn't really like to pair i feel it's a lot of work so i there are people i know that will buy this jean from this place they buy that top from that place mm -hmm. the colors are different and mm -hmm. then they put it together and it mm -hmm. looks really nice but me i want one piece mm -hmm. like i can just wear my jumpsuit like i'm wearing now and off i go <laughs> but so that means if i come to your page i'll yeah. likely be inspired yes to combine one or two things and see yes. how that works that, that's actually fantastic yeah. now what were some of the challenges you faced in the industry and how were you able to overcome it oh money because hey, all these things are expensive ah. so but what i now consciously decided to do was not to wash not to try to you know get the clothings and do it before time and i decided to just document when i'm going for something meaningful so now if i'm going for something meaningful i need an item i need a fashion piece mm. and then i'll get it and then take pictures of it mm. but make sure that i consciously take pictures so i won't just go out with my fine clothes <laughs> and my fine pairing and without pictures <laughs> you understand that's the thing women yeah but what i used to do before was i would spend money buy pieces then start taking photos taking photos oh. you know but when you don't it's advisable to do that you know as a creative if you have the money if you have the money but when you don't have that 
remember that when you feel like you're not able to do something the way you want it, it would actually dim your shine for mm. you personally inside mm. and it will make you not, you know, perform the way you should. So what I did was liberate myself, forget about the money mm. and decide that, you know what, I'm going to do what's necessary. Mm. And what is necessary is when you're going out, you, you, you have to dress up. Mm. So if I'm going to step out and I want it to be simple, I would say, no, this is your opportunity to dress up. So I would dress up and take pictures and document that or make a video. Conscious effort. Awesome. So um, I want to build on that a bit. Now, there are young people out there who have ideas. Mm. They want to start businesses. But because Mm. they do not have funds, Mm -hmm. they haven't gotten someone who believes in them, they Mm. don't make a move. What advice would you give to them? DIY. Do it yourself. Find the most affordable that expresses your style. Mm. That expresses what you want to do with your business. Do a lot of DIYs and people would actually see the potential in that mm. and you would see people who would just be angel investors. Mm. There are a lot of things that I've done that maybe I won't put into account right now, but I might not have fund for a certain thing. And then when someone sees just the little I have done, someone now pays for content. Hmm. I now have enough fund to put into more. And then another person sees that content and then pays for another content. And you see where that's going. Mm. So if you don't show anybody what you can do, nobody would. Nobody in will. You. Yes, they won't believe in what in they you. can't see. Yes, mm. and you won't be able to build up. Mm. You'll just be there complaining about how you don't have, how you don't have, how you can't. And time is moving. People are taking the ideas that you think you have, mm. and they're already building on it. You might have had the idea first, but then somebody but else started. Mm. Somebody made a move. When you move, that's one thing I just realized. Once you start the journey, there's every possibility that when you get to the river, you would see that bridge and you will cross it. Mm. But if you don't start... When you get to the river, the bridge would appear. Yes. That's a rhyme. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, but if you don't move, Mm. you will never be able to see the bridge mm. but you probably see the river from the other end of your own and you're like oh my I god see the how- forest yeah blocking like, you how yeah. am i going to pass but if you move you will always find a way that's just the truth a lot of people have told me choice you dream too like your dreams too dreams big. are big how will you be able to fund that how will you be able to do this and i tell them i'll handle it when i get there hmm. and eventually when i get there i handle it hmm. help appears yes wow. it does that's that's quite interesting yeah <laughs> on that we'll take a break now when we come back we continue this conversation with joyce agro stay with us Welcome back to the Shira segment. I still have my guest in the house, Joyce Agu, and we are still having that inspiring conversation. So, baby girl, <laughs> let yes, me use boo. that word. <laughs> what do you think is that one thing that sets you apart? I would say my bravado. Hmm. Because hmm. I, I would call myself a very brave lady. Because I, I dare to do things that even people would say, oh, don't. But I go ahead and do it. And then eventually they come around and you're like, wow, you did it. Mm. So um, I, would, I would say my choice of color of hair. If you have seen my page, you would realize that. <laughs> I, I like the green, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So I started with, I think, more blonde because people and a lot of people do blondes and yeah. all those colors. Yeah. Now, when I started with blonde, people would tell me, ah, why 
Why are you using white? You're looking like this. You're looking like that. You're not looking classy. And I told them, don't worry. Don't worry. Eventually, they would actually ask me, where did you, where did you make your hair? Hmm. And then they would make it, take pictures and Same send color. to me. Same color. Wow. When they said no, they didn't want to do it. Wow. And then next time I do orange... In fact, I did the orange, and while I was doing it, people were staring at me like, "What? What is this girl doing?" This is but once the hair was done, they were like, "Wow, it's so beautiful! I think I want to do orange." Hmm. I'm wearing green right now. A lot of people were telling me when I told them that the next hair color I'm going to do is green because I think I did blue, orange, and then green. When I did the green, they were like, "When I told them, sorry, that I was doing green next, they were like, why are you doing green? That doesn't look classy at all.'" Hmm. But I love the way it looks. And I'm sure I have a lot of people telling me, oh, they love... In fact, they want to now change their hair to green. <laughs> so now I have people telling me, oh, I want to change my hair to this. Oh, now where do we get... I want to get this. I want to do this. But eventually, they always want it. At first, they would tell you, no, it looks bad. Hmm. It's not going to look good. It's going to look raz. But then because I show them that, see, it's, you can still okay. look you can still look classy. Hmm. I used to tell people I'm a classy chick with a bit of rats. So <laughs> I want you to see I like me. That. <laughs> I want you to see me and know that this girl, you don't, you don't fuck with her. Mm. But I want you to also know that mm, 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 you see her. So you're seeing me. I'm classy in your face. I'm loud, but you can't hear the noise. Mm. So you can hear the voice, but not the noise. And that is what I want to do with everything, but my hair, my clothing, my style. You, so let's take a break. Yeah. <laughs> You can hear the voice, but not the noise. Hmm. Okay. I think we need to ponder on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really awesome. But the green looks really amazing on you. Thank you. I personally love colors. Okay. Uh, but sometimes, you know, you can't do as much mm-hmm. because of this sort of thing. The stereotype. Yeah. The yes. stereotype. And so, no, but I don't care about stereotypes. Okay. Like, I am that bold as okay. well. But sometimes you just have to... Because of the nature of work that mm-hmm. you are involved in. But this is awesome. This Thank you're you. expressing <laughs> yourself and it really looks cool. Like it's not horrible. It looks yeah. really cool. Thank yeah. You. So um what what do you think about I know that at some point you partnered with STL STL Fashion, Fashion House, yeah. yeah. What what do you think about women partnering together to run businesses? First of all, STL is not actually run by a woman. It's oh. by a man. But okay. yes, partnering with women is very important. But I've noticed in my 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 niche uh i will not lie a lot of women you'd reach out to them and if they feel like you're not in a certain place to rub off a certain shine on them they would just either ignore you mm. or keep on wasting your time that's mm. what i realized but if we work together I've seen a lot of people working together and it does amazing for both parties. Regardless of where your class is, what you're doing, you know, your price pay, you know, your price range pay, whatever that is, it helps the both sides. Mm. So I would tell them it's best for people to collaborate, okay. be very open to collaboration. But now I understand why some women would don't want, want to. to. Because I have opened up to certain people that I feel like they're not at a certain level, you know. And then they would waste my time. Just imagine well. when, yes, they would waste my time and probably tell me, oh, sorry, I had something to do. And they wouldn't even tell you. You know, it's different that you're cancelling and you're told that, okay, see, I'm cancelling. This won't work today. Can we move it? 
but you would just leave it and i will call you and you wouldn't even you won't you won't peek i've had to 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 be honest right now i don't a lot of people that i would naturally collaborate with i wouldn't now because i feel that when you put yourself out there some people just take advantage of it and disrespect you and i think that's one thing that a lot of women do not want they don't want that disrespect mm. so i would understand them but i would i would still say it's best to still keep your house open sometimes mm. just keep it open a little but don't close your doors to try to, no yes, collaboration yes no collaboration yes that's not something we should do but we also need to be careful because i have seen i've seen the other part mm. and that's where i started understanding people who would be like no okay i think actually i, I chatted someone up and she was like okay you know what would we'll watch your journey let's see where you get to mm. or let's see how you're moving and then i, I think i'll now consider the collaboration mm. so, okay. so thank l- you l- let me get this do you think that uh, collaborations work best with people almost on the same level than when one person is trying to bring up the other person because I know you know yeah. I ask this question yeah. I know that sometimes you want to collaborate and the other person is feeling you're not there yet mm-hmm. I haven't seen your track record yeah. you haven't you just want to just stand up and rise immediately yeah. I need to see your progress yeah. and there are people you meet at some point when they mm-hmm. begin to see that mm-hmm. you are now making impact. They will now want they to will come for collaboration. So do you yeah. think is it, it will work best when you are almost on the same level? To be honest, if you're almost on the same level, I don't really think it really does much. Now, you think so? Yeah. Why? Why I say this is because if you're almost on the same level, when you're collaborating with someone almost on the same level. You guys are you're pulling in your strengths from the two different you're corners. You're pulling strengths, yes. But it's not making any it's not making any real impact. Do you get what I mean? But if you're if for instance there's a bigger person, now that person is pulling this person up. up yeah. And that person is putting out an energy of inspiration. Mm. So you now gain from the person up gains from that person's, you know, potential, mm. um, like say fans, mm. potential fans, because now they see that this person is an inspiration, is an inspiration. So even if they haven't followed this person, but they are watching this person, this person gains from that person. And this person now gains from the already existing fans, the already existing audience. Mm. The gain is more on the person who is down. Yes, it is more on this person, but then it gives more, it gives value, more value than when you are almost done. Almost. Mm. Because if, if you're almost, yes, you guys work together, it would look good, it would be this, but then not a, enough people are going to see any meaning to it. They would just say, okay, these two really nice people, oh my, and sometimes, those two people already have similar fans. Mm. They already have similar audience. Mm. So the addition wouldn't be much. You're not reaching out. They're not reaching out to more people. Ones, yeah. You're not reaching out to more people. But if you collaborate with this other person, there are people who are watching that person who want to, but they don't think that person is worth it yet. Not because the person's craft is not enough, mm. but because the person doesn't have enough numbers. Mm. Now, but when it's your all number, about the numbers for some people mm. especially in the social media space yeah. i'm just using social media actually yeah. now but if this person who has more number tries to pull this person up even the people that are not yet with this person would come 
just and, because of this person and come to this person as well but that person those other people have never seeing this other person mm. do you get what i, I get mean? it I get so like it's still a better option even for the person who seems like is in a bigger place position yes yeah. because you're exposing yourself more to more people who have not seen you but you know they would want to be your fan or they would want to be part of your audience <sighs> you studied anatomy <laughs> why aren't you in the health uh, sector. What are you doing in the fashion industry? What I happened? can't stay one place. Oh, no. okay. I can't. That beats me. Okay. No. Uh, so, uh, the health industry would have kept you in one place. In one place. Now, except when we go for outreaches. Oh. If you see me when we are doing an outreach, you'd be like powerful. Like I like to organize. I like to <laughs> you know be be here, be there, do this, do that. If I'm not in a place where my adrenaline is working, where my I'm sweating, you know, I'm moving, you can see me active. I feel, I feel terrible for myself because mm. afterwards I will be sick. Mm. Now people get sick when they are overworked. I get sick when I'm underworked. Mm. When that, you're not doing anything. When I'm not doing anything or when I'm doing something <laughs> in a place, mm. just in one place, I get tired. Sometimes I've, I've actually worked with like people and I've worked in, um, health institutions, but because I have to like, you know, sit, sit down, down and compute or, or do this or help with surgery or help with that. I, I, I'm not happy. Mm. I eventually go even so when they're going to passion. pay me. It's not my passion. It's not your passion. But I like to make people feel good. So I'd rather use this other way that I'm already doing it to make people feel good than, you know, yeah. lie to myself and to others. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what would you say about the, um, the growing trend of our African fashion, African fabrics are international mm-hmm. now, especially our adire. Yeah. You know, everybody just wants to wear the adire, the Ankara, yeah. you go on the wrong ways, you see a lot of them. What do you say about African fashion and how do you think we as Africans can leverage on it? You're not really looking African today, mm-hmm. so why, why, why are you not looking African? <laughs> <laughs> hmm, okay. Um, I'm going to first of all answer <laughs> the effect um, question. So for me, I believe that our fabric being given the attention it's given now is amazing. Hmm. It's beautiful. Hmm. That is an example of when people, you know, decide to show the world what can be done with a certain element and you see how beautifully it's working. Mm. Now, it was courageous for a lot of people to actually break from the I want to be English to wearing Ankara. Mm. Sorry, I, I wore Ankara the other day. Oh, so, sorry. Yeah. I missed, I missed that. <laughs> In other interview, I wore Ankara. <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> okay, so um, I love I love African fabrics. Like, mm. if I can incorporate it in every single thing I would wear, mm. I would do it because mm. it looks so beautiful. It, 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 and it makes you stand out. It does. It if, does, really. Like, you don't... D- I love colors. You can't just go out with just plain colors and mm. stand out the way someone who would wear properly sewn, designed Ankara would look. Mm. That person would come in and everybody's like, who's mm. that? Who's this person? Who's yeah. that girl? Yeah. <laughs> and I know that there was a time when if you wear Ankara, it's like you are cheap at some point. Yeah. It means our that... Our personal mentality. Yes. Our personal mentality yeah. was like you are cheap because if you're wearing the... Design. The Western... <laughs> yeah, the Western black and the white. Names. Yeah, the names. Then you are in vogue. Mm. But... 
the people who started using the fabrics, thank you to all of them because now they have given us the courage that we need to wear our fabrics, beautiful fabrics. Did we need other people to give us the courage to wear what is ours? Don't you think there's something typically wrong with our psyche if we need other people to validate what belongs to us before we see the value in it that's where the problem is because till the fashion houses you know put it on the runway we didn't yeah. see the value that we had now the weibo people are using it mm-hmm. and we now decide oh it's our dear everybody's going their direct way how do we change our psyche and our mindset to love what belongs to us um you know a lot of africans before now when you know it's a trend that african you know african culture is beautiful and everything they felt bad because of the whole you know slave trade the rejection the fact that when you are black it feels like you're ugly or when you're black you're not attractive mm-hmm. so the thing is when you have been raised thinking that everything about you isn't attractive is inferior inferior. yes Mm -hmm. that's the perfect word inferior you tend to look for what is in the trend saying that that is superior to match up to help you feel good about yourself to help your self esteem Mm -hmm. do you understand that is the problem but Looking at, you know, how people are having the courage to move past is beautiful because now we all gain strength from something. I I would say that my personal bravery is from my mom. Now, if I didn't have a mother like that, I, I don't know if I would be as brave as I as am. As you are today. So now, learning to appreciate oneself, appreciate one's culture... It's actually also very courageous. So I wouldn't say it is a bad thing that, you know, we needed help to start appreciating our fabrics or appreciating who we are and really seeing the beauty in being African and what Mm -hmm. we have. Mm -hmm. I would say it's courageous because you can't change history. Mm -hmm. We can only educate people, Mm -hmm. which is why the education needs to keep on going. Mm -hmm. We keep on, we need to keep Screaming it out loud mm. that we are beautiful, like we are that. black and I like beautiful. That. I like that. Our fabric is beautiful. Like you should that. be proud to wear it because sometimes, even when you go to work, some people will tell you you don't. You have to only wear Ankara on Fridays. Mm. That is part of the problem too. The stereotype. Hmm. But now a lot of people are. Even though the basic uh, corporate uh, businesses don't still do that, they still mm-hmm. do the Friday thing. But more people, more businesses now are more open. Are more open to you wearing your African fabric, your Ankara, your mm-hmm. Adire. You mm-hmm. can wear it mm-hmm. any day mm-hmm. for work because that doesn't really change your effectiveness. Choice, mm-hmm. good. That is so <laughs> profound. <laughs> like what you said, you we can't change history. We can't change, but we history. can just keep educating ourselves. Yes, we can just keep improving it. <gasps> It's been a fantastic conversation with you. (laughs) 
I feel bad that I have to let you go. I feel like we could have two hours, three hours, four hours. Producers, can we? <laughs> but thanks so much for being on the show with us. Thanks Welcome. so much for this chat. Any other thing you're working on that you would like to tell us? Um, at the moment, I am working on having a stable space for my makeup studio. So okay. you guys are going to be seeing that soon. Mm-hmm. And, um, Check my blog out, uh, my YouTube. I'm going to be having more videos on my YouTube now because I'm working on a stable schedule that you guys are going to be getting your videos every week, twice a week. Regularly. Hopefully. Yes, regularly, regularly now. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, that's awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. So, thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you so thank much. You, thank, thank you so thank much. You. <laughs> thank you so much for having this chat. Uh, we wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Thank you so much. And that's it on Shipreneur with BC Ubu and Africa Business Radio. I hope you enjoy the show as much as we did. I'll see you again same time next week. Bye-bye.